Hello, welcome to the new Dalham History Podcast. Along the way, there'll always be games and jokes, but mainly this is serious history. Well, as serious as me and Gribbing get. Hello everyone and welcome to Ye New Dalham History Podcast, special from isolation. Um, the first one that has not been recorded on school premises and is being recorded in a virtual setting. Aren't you lucky? Today, we're going to be covering uh, the topic of the Bayou Tapestry. Hence the Norman Helmet. Lovely. Um, so... The Bayou Tapestry, what is it? Well, it's an embroidered cloth that is nearly 70 metres, that's 230 feet long, and 50 centimetres tall. And it shows all of the events leading up to the Norman Conquest of England uh, that include uh, William, Duke of Normandy, and Harold uh, Godwinson, later King of England. And then it sort of all comes to a head in the Battle of Hastings. It was embroidered in the... 1070s, and historians believe William's half-brother Odo asked for the tapestry to be made. Um, yeah, it tells the story from the point of view of the conquering Normans, but it is actually now agreed that it was made in England. Yeah, probably by nuns. Mm. Well, yeah, they're very good at sewing. Got to be good at something, really, aren't you, when you're sitting there in between the prayers? Yeah. Um... It's now exhibited at the Musée de la Tapisserie de Bayeux in <laughs> Bayeux, Normandy. Um, it was due to come over to England this year, but I guess uh, that's another thing ruined by coronavirus. Isn't it just? I mean, I was kind of excited about that. I wanted to go and see it, but it's not going to happen, is it? No, you'll have to go to uh, Bayeux to go and see it. It's not Do actually that far. Do you know in the last time that we requested to have it brought over to England and we declined a, a, a borrow? Um, no. It was for the coronation of the Queen. Oh. Yeah, she asked if she could have it for a coronation and France said, no. <laughs> Typical. Typical French. <laughs> and, that, um, and that's not even one of the two truths, one life. That's just an interesting fact that I read when doing my research for this episode whilst waiting for kids to submit work. Well, I'm glad you didn't get all your facts off Wikipedia, because that would be irresponsible. Indeed. You, you've got to do your research around the topics, kids. You've got to do your research around the topics. So, what else do we know about the biotapestry, Miss Gribbin? Um, well, it was mainly uh, commissioned by... Um, as you said before, William's half-brother, Bishop Odo, um, who became the Earl of Kent. And when William was away, he was also regent of England. And there's a number of reasons that people think that he commissioned the uh, tapestry. Um, one is that some of the bishop's followers mentioned in the Doomsday Book appear on the tapestry. So it's got people that he knew in it. Um, two, it was founded Bayeux Cathedral, which was built by Odo. And three, it may have been commissioned at the same time as the cathedral's construction in the 1070s, possibly completed by 1077 in time for display on the cathedral's dedication. Ooh. Mm. So, kids, I want you to imagine, let's just paint you a little word picture as to what scenes are depicted. It opens with Edward the Confessor, probably about 61 in 1064, in his wealthy kingdom. Um, and it appears that he tells Harold Godwinson to go off on a, a journey. Um, realistically, we don't know 
where he's going or why, because all they're doing is kind of touching fingers with one another. It's really creepy and weird. Um, but in the, uh, the following scenes, you see um, Harold in Normandy having been captured by... Um, Guy de Pontieu. Yeah, he is the guy who has taken him in captive. Uh, he's got a, a court jester. He's got a dwarf. Um, let's not get into the fact that he's got a blunt sword in the picture. Um, basically, it, it kind of implies that Guy is not as impressive as William, but Harold still managed to get captured by him. But then you've got Harold's oath in the, uh, the Bayer tapestry. And I think it's interesting that the, the Normans decided to put that in there. Yeah, it's quite significant that the um, Harold's oath is in there because it's it goes all the way back to um, the bit of the story where William uh, claims that Harold swore an oath to support him becoming king of England. So it goes, it sort of re-instigates the claim that William had to the throne. Yeah, it, essentially committing perjury, isn't he? By the fact that he breaks that oath, this man who's usurping the the true. Monarch, he's yeah going back on his promise, and then it's got the death of Edward. It shows that possibly Harold is supposed to be a regent until William arrives, but then he takes the throne for himself. Uh, and then you see the Normans getting ready to invade. You see them chopping down trees, um, and then it's got the actual Battle of Hastings. Uh, yeah, which is actually quite um, detailed. So it's got them all sailing over in their boats and then coming to. Uh uh, setting up camp in England and yeah and then it's got quite detailed battle scenes so you can see all the kinds of different weapons and armour and shields that the Normans and the Anglo-Saxons used and yeah it's got lots of uh, death and destruction as well Yeah you, you can see the Norman horsemen um, falling at a fortified ditch, you can see William lifting up his helmet to prove that he's still alive, there's Odo himself um, using a club to, to rally the troops because um, you're not allowed to hack and chop if you're a religious man but you can break bones um, and then there's the, the bit where Harold dies yeah so in the tapestry Harold is depicted as um, having an arrow through his eye and that is largely the, the death that people have stuck with um, although there's no other evidence to suggest that this was how he died um, so the Bayou Tapestry says he was shot in the eye with an arrow, but we don't actually know how he died. No, because that, that's quite a modern repair, isn't it? He's definitely got something going into his eye, but it could have been a, a spear originally. And there's also that guy next to him, which could be Harold, getting hacked into bits. So, Yeah, because the name is over a couple of people. So, you know, he could have had an arrow in his eye and then been hacked to bits. We don't know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How exciting. <coughs> and then, obviously, the the tapestry itself has become a, a little bit of a, a piece of history, too. It's obviously spent a lot of its life being held at Bayo Cathedral. Um, certainly from 1476 onwards, that's where it um, lived. It was brought out for display uh, once a year and then popped away again. Um, Napoleon... He, he had it brought out um, when he was making his plans to invade Britain at the start of the 19th century. He brought it to Paris to have it displayed. Uh, and in the Second World War, the Nazis used it as a research project to prove the Germanic origins of most of European culture. Um, yeah, so there have been some 
um, questions of its reliability as well. Um, because it was commissioned by the House of Normandy and is essentially from the viewpoint of, a, of the Normans. Um, however, they do actually refer to Harold as um, uh, Rex after he's king, which, uh, which is Latin for king. Um, and it extensively covers uh, his activities in Normandy, um, which is supposed to show that strong connection as well. Um, it's sometimes questioned as to how reliable it can be because it's clearly from the Norman point of view. Mm-hmm. So, should we go on to the, the game, Miss Gribby? Yeah. Two truths, one lie. Okay, two truths, one lie. Are okay. you ready? I'm ready. Edition. Okay, first truth, or is it? The tapestry's original final piece is missing. Second uh, truth, the Bayer tapestry features 50 penises. <laughs> Third truth, it is the first known depiction of Halley's Comet. Uh, okay. Um, I know the Halley's Comet one is true, I think, because I've heard that before. Um, 50 penises? I mean, I am looking at a bit of it right now that does have a penis on it, so I've just seen it on the thing. Um, original final piece is missing. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the 50 penises as the lie. That is the lie, Miss Grimmie. Yeah. Well, it's because actually it's got 93 penises. <laughs> I thought it was too low. <laughs> <laughs> Just to point out, kids, most of them are actually horses. <laughs> oh, did you count them, or did, or is there somewhere that's already counted them for you? I may well have read an article in a BBC magazine once, which was all about how many penises there are in the Bayer Tapestry. Ah. Uh, interestingly, though, there is a copy of the Bayer Tapestry, I think it's at Lincoln Cathedral, that some English women produced as a replica, and they covered... Uh, the penises up and got rid of them. So the English version is censored. Oh, the, that's the Victorian version, isn't it? Yeah. Because they, yeah. Ah. Horse penis, not appropriate. But yeah, it no. is true. The final piece is missing. Up until 2013, there's no conclusion to the tapestry. Uh, but they added on a, a final extra scene to finish 950 years worth of work. Hmm. What, so what is the final scene now? Is it just... Um, William being coronated. William being. Hmm. And it is the first known depiction of Halley's Comet. Yes, because that, didn't it, wasn't it the night of the landing at Pevensey? I thought it was, yeah, it's before the battle, isn't it? Yeah. Shows that there's going to be, like, upset and and turmoil. And kids, it'll probably come back around again in your lifetime. Not in mine, because it happened in the 1990s, but you guys should live and and see it again. Oh. Tech, tech. Technique time. How nice. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, okay, are we going to do a technique time? Yeah, which question on paper two shall we technique? Uh, two features. Yeah, let's go easy. The, the right. Okay. Um, right, time for some technique. So on paper two, you get a question that is... Uh, explain two features of, and then it will give you something to explain them of. So obviously today, because we've talked about the uh, Bayou Tapestry, we're going to do the question, uh, explain two features of the Bayou Tapestry. Mr. Howarth, can you 
explain one feature of the Bayer tapestry? If it were me, I would go with if this question came up, which would be a pretty harsh one, but yeah. it is potentially possible because it's mentioned in the uh, content, isn't it? Um, one feature of the Bayer tapestry is it depicts the um, armour and weaponry of both the Saxons and Normans. Um, including the use of cavalry by the Normans and the shield wall by the Saxons. Nice. Uh, I would probably go with um, another feature of the Bayer Tapestry is that it shows Harold's uh, oaths on sacred relics, um, which proves the Norman claim that um, Harold Godwinson was initially going to help William claim the throne. Oh, I love it. Well done. Nice features. Very nice features. <laughs> so, um, next is where else can I go? Where else can I go? One oh, day, specifically. Oh, go on. Sorry. What one decade you will be able to go to France and view the Bayer Tapestry, but not at the moment. <laughs> uh, what have we got? Let's have a look. Oh, there is a. Bayou Tapestry, The Seven Ages of Britain, a BBC show. Uh, there's actually a YouTube video that explains the entire Bayou Tapestry that's only 22 minutes long. That sounds like good viewing at present if you're looking to procrastinate. I mean, obviously, there is the replica which is in the Bayou Tapestry uh, gallery. Uh, that's Where is it? The Reading. replica. Yeah, it's in the town hall in Reading. So oh. once the restrictions are lifted, you could nip down to the south and have a look at the the replica and its cleanliness and censorship. <laughs> um, there are a couple of BBC documentaries on the Normans in general as well. And if you want to have a look at the Bayer Tapestry, the whole thing is on Wikipedia. You can scroll through it. Now that sounds like fun. Yeah, so it's it's not it's actually quite good quality. And uh, obviously you can zoom in on your computer and have a good look at all the detail, but all 230 feet of the Bayer Tapestry has been uploaded into Wikipedia in order. Oh, there you go. <laughs> joke time! When it comes to joke time, we've kind of already done jokes about Harold before, haven't we, and William? Yeah. Can we find a joke on the Bayer Tapestry? Oh, there's lots of memes. We could encourage students, send us some memes and, uh, through the teams. Team memes. <laughs> the Bayer Tapestry meme generator is great fun. You can make anything in it. It's what I used for my video for my Keeping Up 10 challenge. So, kids, feel free to make your own memes. Yeah, in the theme of the Bayer Tapestry. Actually, yeah, that's the challenge. Make your own meme uh, using the Bayer Tapestry meme generator and send it in to Mr. Howarth. We're not giving you jokes. No more freebies. No, we work hard on those jokes every week. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever sends in any new ones. So that's it. We're not doing any more. All right. <laughs> oh, well, I feel like that was successful. Yeah. Um, we, we'll return with another COVID special shortly. But kids, work out how teams works. It'll make our lives easier. Yeah, stop emailing me stuff. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, then. Speak to you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.